Welcome to Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. This podcast discusses everything you've ever wanted to know about therapy, but didn't know how to ask. We discuss many topics on the show, including how to help you overcome and cope with various situations. What many don't realize is that all of us are faced with various traumas and anxieties, and that we all want to work towards overcoming them. Here, we want to take away the stigma of therapy and assure you that everyone who is listening to this podcast is just like you, someone wanting to work on and improve their mental health. This podcast is your secure stop on your way to finding your answers. My name is Matthew, and I'll be your host. Let's get started with today's episode. Welcome back. We've been talking about trauma all month. And this week, we'll be talking about empathy and healing trauma. I want to talk about how to deal with trauma when it comes to sharing it with others. I will discuss what the differences between empathy and sympathy are, what it takes to share with others, trust and courage, and how that relates to understanding, but not necessarily agreeing with others. It's not about fixing people or having others try to fix us. Rather, it's about having someone be there and be present as we work through things on our own. Some of the greatest healing can happen in the calm presence of a good listener. There are basically two ways of looking at how we react to other people's trauma as they recount it to us, either with sympathy or with empathy. Sympathy is defined as more about feeling pity and sharing sorrows. A lot of times, whenever we feel sympathy for someone, we tend to wallow with them in their low places, which may be useful sometimes but it isn't necessarily as powerful as working to redefine trauma. Empathy, on the other hand, is more like understanding and giving space for feelings and experiences to be shared, while not necessarily being dragged down and experiencing the trauma with them. Sympathy is reactive listening. Empathy is patient listening. It can be difficult to be an empathic listener. There are a lot of us in the mental health field who train many years to do just that. And oftentimes, even we come up short. Some people are just naturally gifted empathic listeners. I'm sure you could think of individuals in your own life that are good at empathic listening. All of us 
can become better empathic listeners with a little concentrated effort and practice. It requires time and patience. It requires leaving out your own story when listening. It requires trust, which also takes time. And it requires true attention. If you're a person with trauma and you want a good way to process it, a really important thing is to find somebody who is a good empathic listener. This might be a therapist that you can reach out to, or a family, or a friend. We instinctively know good listeners when we meet them, and we know that they are listening without showing sympathy, but rather showing empathy. They will truly listen to us without skimming over the conversation or wanting it to go away. Empathic listeners are there with you, and they don't tell you to stop feeling what you are feeling. But they also don't let it drag them down. When someone really listens and allows trauma to exist, but does not judge the trauma, true healing can happen. If you don't have a good empathic listener in your life, that's okay. There are a lot of people that feel this way. And there is a lot that you can do to find the support you need. You can reach out to anyone in the mental health field. You can find support groups and other meetings, depending on the specifics of your trauma. In times like this, when we are social distancing, we can reach out to others online and find places to share. The important thing isn't where or how we share. It is that we find the courage to share. Sharing trauma with others can be a terrifying thing. It takes both trust in the relationship and courage in the person sharing. Both of these can take time. One way to earn trust is to listen empathically. Empathic listening is selfless and unconditional when done properly. And when a person senses on a deep emotional level that the person listening to them only wants what's best for them, they tend to open up without fear of being judged or abandoned. When listening, know that building trust doesn't happen overnight. And any sense of impatience that we may show will only close them off and lead to resentment. Trusting someone is also something that can be practiced. Those of us with trauma can sometimes see the world as more negative than it is. 
when we take the chance to trust others, we build the muscle that can feel trust again. The same is true for courage. Every time that we decide to share something that is difficult, we build that muscle and it becomes easier to share the next time. If you're a person who struggles with finding the courage to share your trauma, and that is what's stopping you from healing, just know that the very first time that you share it, it's going to be the most difficult time, and it gets easier every time. I know how scary it can be, but taking the leap forward, healing, is worth it. Understanding that someone is what someone is saying does not necessarily mean that you agree with it. This can be true for the person who is sharing their trauma and for the person who is listening. When you're being courageous and sharing trauma, and someone tries to give you advice, as will happen in life, it may be difficult to take the advice when you're in an emotional place, especially if you are feeling like you are not being heard. You can still empathize and see where they are coming from, or maybe understand that they are, like the rest of us, a flawed human who is trying their very best to be an empathic listener. We can hear them without necessarily feeling like they are correct, or even just putting it on the back burner to process later, and letting them know that you can't really take that in at that particular moment because of your emotional state. This isn't about who is right or who is wrong. This is about healing and not letting the realities of the world stop that process. On the other hand, as a listener, it is even more important to view the other side without necessarily agreeing with it. A person with trauma needs the space to share their pain without judgment, even from themselves, much less someone they trust. As a person who has dealt with trauma, I know that processing it can sometimes mean that I say things that I don't really believe. When my pain was kept secret, I sometimes felt like letting it out would mean everyone would abandon me. When I finally found the courage to share, I was so afraid of being abandoned that I unconsciously tested their boundaries. I said things to my loved ones that I didn't believe. I was lucky that I had an empathic listener who didn't judge me. 
it allowed me to see that my trauma was manageable. And as Mr. Rogers said, if it's mentionable, it's manageable. Today, I do feel that my trauma is manageable, even though it is still something that is part of my life, it no longer overwhelms me. Finding the courage to share, building trusting relationships, and finding others who listen empathically are big reasons why. So, what does empathy and healing trauma look like? The answer is simple. It's up to you. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode of Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. Stay connected with us directly through our website at stuffyoushouldknowabouttherapy.com or you can join the discussion on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. If you'd like to speak with us directly, please email me at matthew at stuffyoushouldknowabouttherapy.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. And until next time, that stuff you should know about therapy.